0: Nobody turned that oh, well. one steer the four times you're that night. <laughs> you didn't get to turn in. You just didn't get to row. Who in the heck loans you $30,000 to go rodeo? What are you talking about? Like we get done, we're like, this sucks. That? We're still going to do it.
1: I I can't stand it. So I just go up to him and I, I am like, is there something wrong with your brain? <laughs> so we're officially okay, going. Undefendable. Uh, no. Yeah, that, that, is our,
0: that really is our man. The name of the podcast is the Flatbed Podcast. And the reason for the talking is Flatbed is like <laughs> <not happened>. so <laughs> This is the Flatbed Podcast, as always, brought to you by Classic Ropes. Okay, so the podcast is going to have a little different feel this week. Um, we got to go to the Rope Horse Maturity in Fort Worth and hang out. Generally, what we've had here is like long-form conversations. We have people come in the studio and sit down, and we sort of get to all the the details that you might miss in a quick conversation. This week's going to be a little bit of a departure from that. Um, we set up there behind the announcer stand at the judge's room and got to hang out as people were coming by and get live updates. So there's going to be more podcasts released this week, but they're going to be shorter, just kind of quick, uh, maybe like snapshots into what's going on that week. And then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Excited to have these coming out. Excited for you guys get to hear from people that are kind of right in the middle of it as it's happening. So uh, that's what this week's going to be. It's going to feel a little bit different and then we'll get back to what we were. Okay. So full disclosure, I had told some of my friends years ago, if I ever get a chance to have miles on the podcast, I'm going to ask him where on earth did you come from? Uh, it seemed like a few years ago, all of a sudden, everybody starts talking about miles Baker and, and mile for full disclosure. My moment was like, Whoa, 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 maybe that's fine. Maybe he's a good train. I don't know. But why are we being told all of a sudden out of nowhere? There's it, the, I didn't feel like that there was like a ramp or an explanation. It was just, he's training horses with Trevor and, and, um, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask him, like, hey, man, no offense at all, because now now the reputation is, no, he's doing a really good job. He really is a good trainer. He really is a good hand. Where did you come from? Out of nowhere, Miles Baker. And so uh, I got to visit with him about that. He's actually really nice. He's very likable. When you get to visit with him, you kind of understand what the hype's about. He's a very likable guy, very down to earth, and he's doing a great job. So it's glad to have him stop by. Do not skip. You're about to hear from some people who have partnered with the podcast. We'd love you to hear what they have to say. You guys check out the ropingcalendar.com there's an app in all of the stores whether it's apple whether you've got an android whatever the case may be search roping calendar this is the fastest way to find only the information that you're looking for i know that arizona can be chaotic there can be a lot going on the most comprehensive up-to-date list of the events that you can find in arizona are at roping calendar check it out in the app store check out the website You can search by date, you can search by location, you can search by event, you can even search by jackpot number. So say you're looking for a specific number of jackpot, you click on that tab, it'll take you only to the flyers that have what you're looking for. Ropingcalendar.com is the website. Roping calendar in the app store, it is the fastest growing website in Arizona for roping related events. 300,000 page views in its first winter, over 40,000 unique users. Find what you're looking for at the Roping Calendar. I've got Miles Baker. I feel like everybody's probably heard that name a little bit in the last few years. Yep. The question I've, di- I've been dying to ask, and I hope it's all right, it seemed like about, was it three or four years ago?
1: Or less. Maybe two years two ago. Two years. Yeah.
0: I went from not knowing who Miles Baker was. I'd never heard that name. Yes, sir. To everybody talking about you know Trevor, Relentless, uh, all this stuff. And it was, it, if I'm being honest— the conversation was like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, we don't know this guy. Yeah. Start, like, like, almost like, it's almost like everybody that knew you loved you enough Yeah, that to the average person observing is like, would you please quit shoving this guy down our throat? I don't know him yet. <laughs> yeah. And now it feels like that, like everybody that's in those same conversations is going like, hey, he's making good horses. He's doing yep. a good job. Right. It, do you mind me asking, like, where on earth did Miles Baker come from?
1: Yeah. No, not at all. I've uh, been out in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma doing it for a while and, uh. I just, I got to dabbling around in the futurities and wanting to play the game a little bit. And I circuit rodeoed around home and uh, just enough to feed my competitive side, you know, and I was making the horses. I had sold Trevor some horses in college and after he retired, he wanted me to ride some for him. So I took one and then I took two and then I had about five and I was just-
0: All of a sudden the wheels in Trevor's mind are turning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he had, he, he does his homework. He'd been checking up on me, and people would be like, hey, Trevor called me the other day and was asking, hey, what was that horse like that he rode for you? And So I knew he was checking up on me, and uh, I had I'd done a good job with a few horses for him, and they went on and did, their, did what they needed to do for him, and so it, it kind of one thing led to another, and then he asked me to do the partnership with him, and, and I tell people out for years, or not years, I got out of college in sixteen, and for three years there, I was working 16, 18 hours a day training yeah. horses at home, and I just I didn't have a platform in Oklahoma. There's up we there, at we're at in Oklahoma, Southwest Oklahoma. It's between Lawton and Alta, so I'm, yep. I'm right up against the west side of the Wildlife Refuge, and I mean up there, it's we're so behind in the horse world. You tell somebody ten thousand for a horse, they're like, Wait, horses cost twenty yeah. five hundred, man. Right. You're like, right, yeah. fifty and cents so, a pound, according to my banker. Yeah, hundred percent. So. <laughs> I mean, I was just behind the times and we have a ranch up there and I was doing that stuff and I love the horses, have a passion for it. And when the deal started with Trevor, it just, it gave me a platform to, you know, expose what I'd been working on. And so I've been thankful for it just because what, all that happened was he, it rewarded me for all the work I'd been putting into it. You know, a lot of people's like, where's this dude come from and why are we giving him any credit at all? And, and I've, Trevor, Trevor witnessed it, and that's how our deal started. But, like, I busted my ass for a while yeah. to get the knowledge and uh, to have value in the horse industry, and, and Trevor just helped me bring that well, to
0: Well, there's the saying, like, that it takes years to become an overnight success. Yeah. 100%. And I think sometimes people yeah. see, like, the blooming or the blossoming moment, and yeah. they go, what in the world? Yeah, and what you're saying is, from. like, the the seed in the soil that nobody saw, Yeah, it, it took forever to get to that yeah, point. Yeah, it did. How has life changed at home when you go back home to Oklahoma –
1: I don't go home enough. I need to go home more. But...
0: Do not fast forward. We're going into a couple ads. Since its launch in 2014, the 1017 Project has donated over 1.2 million servings of hamburger. It's a program that raises rope and steers. We have lease cattle, jackpot steers, and we, when we're done with those, they transition into the food banks. We've partnered with over 65 different food banks between Oregon, Arizona, and Texas. Let me tell you how you can be a part of it. This winter in Arizona, if you have a steer that's a ducker or a dragger or breaks a horn, something that would cause him to not be useful as a rope and steer, think about donating him to the 1017 Project. You can also find out other ways to be a part of making a difference in the lives of the food-insecure families who need our help at 1017project.com. The world is changing at such a rapid pace right now, and it's easy to see the role that technology is playing in that. In some ways, it's a positive thing, and an example of that would be Lone Star Cowboy Church in Montgomery, Texas. It's located in Montgomery, Texas, but it is also located anywhere that you've got internet access. And I happen to know firsthand that they take their online campus just as seriously as people who attend in person. They do a great job of reaching out. It is a really easy place to get connected and stay connected, to go deeper in the word, to have a better understanding of what's taught there. Uh, I would recommend check out LoneStar.TV. Star.tv to be a part of Lone Star Cowboy Church in Montgomery, Texas. It is by far the widest reaching cowboy church in the nation pastor randy pastor darla weaver near and dear to my hearts i cannot recommend it enough check them out
1: i don't go home enough i need to go home more but we're after wait well let me ask
0: it this way it's one of two i I would i would suspect it's one of two things and you can say a or b and then that way you're not having to say i do one local hero and you get a hero's welcome and they're gonna have a miles baker parade
1: i can tell you it's two already (laughs) it's already um i uh you find out who your friends are you know uh, the right kind of people in your life—they want you to do better. They want you to—if they did this, they want you to do better than that. You know, right. they want to push you. They want to see you grow. And and uh, you know, outside of you know a few people that I'm real close—my dad, my mom, my sister—you know, people that right. you expect it from. But people that I thought were my friends growing up—I mean, they see you doing good, and you know, they don't like it. And it's and a weird—it's
0: it. a weird thing because those are, that's home. Like those are yeah. your roots. Nobody wants to be from nowhere. Yeah, 100%. And so to feel like that where you're from doesn't have maybe the, the, the soil. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, and like, I, I love home and I love the people there. And, and I, I, I will never discredit that in any kind of way. I, right. I love no, the right. people. It's what made and, you, but to get, to be around the crowd that I'm at now, like I, you know, I basically, I live at Trevor's and man, like, you wake up with a winning attitude every day. Like, I'm pushing you, you're pushing me. If you're not pushing me, we got problems. Like, right. if, if we're not holding each other accountable, we got problems. And so, uh, you know, the work I'd put in in the past helped me, and then now I get helped every day because we feed off of each other and we, we grind it out. This is what we're doing now, and we're, we'll probably never be good enough in our own minds, so we're going to keep working at it.
0: Well, and it's nice that the guys that you're going against every day – you show up to a futurity, it's not like a big awakening. I mean, you've yeah. been roping against tough every single day yeah. Yeah. leading up They're, to it.
1: Yeah, it's – and golly, if you, if you don't think these faturities are tough, you're crazy. Cause,
0: do you feel like this is the toughest one you've seen this year?
1: Uh, Man, I don't know. They, they've just like – there's rodeo guys that have quit rodeoing to do this because there's money yeah, in it now. So, right. I mean – it's not like a year ago. I mean, Trevor won the deal with two legs one year, I think, or one second with two legs or a barrier. Yeah. And, and like, and no more, happening. You stub your toe now, you load up and go home, come back and execute better next year. There's, two hundred horses in there. There's fifty of them that are good enough. Yeah. You know, it's who executes, and so.
0: What do you tell an eighteen-year-old kid that thinks he wants to be a rope horse trainer? and he's got like you know like in the cartoons the stick with the little hanky on the end of it yeah. just walking down the road yeah that kid uh, wants to be a horse trainer what does he do
1: you're not gonna get credit for a long time you, yeah you're gonna you're gonna work hours and hours and wonder why you're doing it and you know, then you're gonna say it's not gonna be worth it and 99 of the time it's not gonna be worth it but at some point that one percent will come around and you'll catch your break and if you've when you catch your break, if you've put the work in, it'll pay off. Yeah. When your break comes, if you haven't put the work in, you'll think, damn. It exposes you. Yeah. Damn, I should have been yeah. doing that. You know, yeah. now it's too late. Right. And so just work at it. Awesome. It. It'll come around. Man, I appreciate it. So, heck yeah. Thank you. Thanks for stopping me.